All right, day 279, and Joey, well, unbelievable. We haven't learned a thing from Joe Biden, have we? He promised his word was meaningless. Uh, anyway, uh, let me send this note to somebody on radio. You should know better. Um, text me. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, glad you're with us. 800-941-SHAWN is on number. Uh, now, I want to start off with a big story today, and we're going to have Devin Nunes on about it later in the program. And this is this is huge. And this is everything that we talked about that happened, that we knew happened, that we reported on happening. And it has to do with everything Russia hoax related. So there's a, a whole lot of things that have happened up to this point, not the least of which you have a jury pool selected by a judge that has not one, not two, but three Clinton donors in the jury pool. Three. On top of that, you got an AOC donor in the jury pool. This is insane. There shouldn't be any AOC people on in the jury pool of this case that is going to bring up Hillary Clinton's campaign. And you shouldn't have it. You shouldn't even have a Trump supporter on this jury. It's an, it's absolutely nuts. And then we find out in the jury pool that you have the guy that's on trial, Sussman, for lying to the FBI. That Sussman. Has a, apparently has a, a a kid. I'm not getting into the details of children. And it turns out one of the jurors is on his kid's team of a certain sport. Again, I don't want to give out details about kids. But it's the conflict that's important here. So anyway, now this gets really, really interesting. We heard from Mark Elias earlier in the week. I would not be surprised if his testimony, which to me seemed conflicting at, at many times, uh, might be in a little bit of trouble himself. Then you have, for example, James Baker, the former FBI general counsel. But remember, and I, I'm going to remind everybody again, I love the FBI. I love the 99% that risked their lives for us every single day. Same with the intel community. I'm talking about the 1% that had all the power. Anyway, he was the general counsel. And earlier in the week, he actually said that the allegation against uh uh, Trump about uh, connections to servers in Trump Tower with the Russian bank, Alpha Bank. He said he knew inside of a day and dismissed Sussman saying it. But he did confirm that Sussman went there under false pretenses, acting as though he's a great patriot doing it for, for his country, when in fact he's working for the Clinton campaign and, and Perkins Coie involved up to his eyeballs because they wanted to get this disinformation out. And now we know the words were used as an October surprise. What is, it, what is an October surprise, you might ask? It's simple. An October surprise is when you release damning information on your opponent, true or not true, in this case, not true at all, give them very little if no time to respond and, and make it go viral, which is exactly what they did. In other words, so you have Hillary Clinton money, DNC money, they funnel it through a law firm called Perkins Cooey. They hire an op research firm. There aren't, it's normal to have op research firms. That's not unusual in politics. Uh, then they hire former MI6 agent Christopher Steele. Okay, then we, we have a, a series of documents that are presented, put together, are now known as the Russian Dirty Disinformation Dossier, none of which was verified or verifiable. It's now all been debunked. And as Andrew McCabe, the deputy FBI director, said, without the dirty dossier, there would not have been the FISA application approval to spy on Carter Page, who we now know worked with our intelligence community, worked with the CIA, three-letter agency, uh, and always cooperated and was a great patriot. And there's no evidence to the contrary. 
but yet they were spying on him under false pretenses, in my mind. And anyway, they used the dirty dossier as the means of getting that warrant. How does that impact Trump? Well, he had been associated with the Trump campaign. Well, that 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 warrant then allows a backdoor into all things Donald Trump world. That means Trump the candidate, Trump's transition team, and then Trump the president. And even when they found out from the subsource, in other words, Christopher Steele's source, uh, about all these allegations in the dossier that Christopher Steele put together, the subsource was like, no, none of this was true. This, this was like bar talk. We were all making it up. It was never meant to be used in a political campaign. They knew that in January, which then raises questions about the, the final two FISA warrants. Three of the four FISA warrants that has to be renewed every three months uh, were signed by James Comey. The last one signed by Rod Rosenstein. Explain that one to me. Uh, so but it says at the top of a FISA warrant verified, verified. That's what it says. All of it's unverifiable. Now, the question is, if you present false information or information you did not verify, but you're signing your name to saying it is verified, uh, that would be lying to a court. You might want to call it perjury. I don't know what the exact legal term would be, but lying to a court to spy on an American citizen that is innocent under false pretenses. Uh, that would probably put me in jail for 15 years is my guess, which I would never do. Now, I'm, I'm trying to bring you up to speed here. So you probably don't know the name Robbie Mook. He has been an insider's insider in Clinton world for many, many, many years. Former Clinton campaign manager. You might recall. Anyway, Robbie Mook. You have him. You have Mark Elias. You have John Podesta. Jennifer Palmieri. Oh, and uh, what is Jake Sullivan's position? Oh, that's right. Isn't he the NSA director, Linda? If I'm not mistaken, correct me, right? Uh, you are right. They were... Yeah, so they're all in a meeting together, and they're talking about this dossier and getting this information unverifiable, full of Russian disinformation lies that their campaign paid for with the help of DNC money, which they were controlling pretty much from my perspective. And they get the dirty dossier. Now the question is, Mook actually testifies in the case today, and he testified that Hillary Clinton, the Democratic presidential nominee, herself approved the dissemination of the materials alleging a covert communications channel between the Trump organization and Russia's Alpha Bank to the media. Remember, two separate, we're looking at two separate piles here, the Russia Alpha Bank uh, email, uh, uh, servers that were in the uh, Trump towers, and then you're talking about the whole other bank of issues involving Russian disinformation, that's the dossier. So he calls Hillary Clinton, to get her permission. It's not, not only is it not true, it was never verifiable, it's untrue. It's now been completely debunked. Now, the FBI General Counsel James Baker testified yesterday that the Bureau investigated the data alleging a Trump connection to this Kremlin-linked bank and found that there was nothing there. He said that uh, didn't ring true and he dismissed it inside of a day. Then the 2016 campaign lawyer, Mark Elias, he said under cross-examination this week on Wednesday, ask Sussman if he went to the FBI on behalf of the campaign. Then he added, from his standpoint, Sussman didn't go to the FBI uh, about the allegations uh, on uh, telling him about the meeting until shortly after it occurred. Now, Elias also claimed that 
he didn't trust the FBI enough to bring them the Alpha Bank allegation because they didn't do anything to stop the release of the hacked DNC server emails. And he added that he believed that FBI Director Comey had taken unfair, an unfair public stance related to Hillary Clinton's email scandal. What happened to those 33,000 emails? What, what is this thing called bleach bit that nobody knew or heard about until Hillary Clinton cleaned her, you know, uh, computer with like a cloth? Remember that exchange? Uh, then you have General Counsel Baker testifying that he was not out to get Michael Sussman. He described Sussman as a friend and a colleague and said he was just answering questions, underscoring that this was the prosecution's investigation, not his. But we find out that... General Counsel Baker, after all of this, when he leaves the FBI, goes to Sussman looking for a job. You can't make this up. And But he did say that Baker, uh, under cross-examination, was asked if Durham had threatened to prosecute him for perjury. The defense asked Baker if, if Durham had made that threat. Um, and anyway, he said he made a mistake in his testimony to the Justice Department Office of Inspector General. Remember the referrals of, of Michael Horowitz. Anyway, so Mook was called to the stand for testimony during cross by government prosecutor Andrew uh, DeFilippis, I think is how you pronounce his name. Mook was asked about the campaign's understanding of the Alpha Bank allegations against Trump and whether they planned to release the data to the media. Mook said he was first briefed about the Alpha Bank issue by campaign general counsel Mark Elias, who at the time was the partner at the law firm Perkins Coie. That's where Clinton funneled the money to hire the op research firm Fusion GPS that then hired Christopher Steele. Again, put that in a separate box. Um, anyway, Mook testified that he was told that the data had come from people that had expertise in this sort of matter. And Mook then said that the campaign was not totally confident in the legitimacy of the data, but had hoped to give the information to a reporter who could further run it down to determine if it was accurate or substantive. Um, I'm not buying that. That's my own personal opinion, but that's what he said. He also said he discussed whether to give the information to a reporter with senior campaign officials. This is where John Podesta, senior policy advisor, comes in. And this is where now White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan comes in. This is where communications director Jennifer Palmieri comes in. I discussed it with Hillary as well, Mook said. I don't remember the substance of the conversation, but the discussion was, hey, we have this. We want to share it with a reporter. And the government asked Mook if Clinton approved the dissemination of the data to the media. Quote, she agreed. Meanwhile, he doesn't know if any of this is true. We're hoping that the uh, reporter will do a deep dive into this. Uh, or are they really hoping that the reporter is going to run with it to slander Donald Trump than a candidate, which I think is the more likely scenario. If I was a betting man, I can't say for sure. All I remember is she agreed with the decision. Now, Sussman charged with making a false statement to the FBI when he told Baker in September of 2016, two months before the presidential election, he was not doing work for any client when he requested and attended a meeting with Baker and he presented purported data and white papers that allegedly demonstrated this covert communications channel between the Trump Organization and Trump Tower and Alpha Bank, which has ties to the Kremlin. Durham's team, Durham's team has alleged that Sussman was, in fact, doing the work for two clients, Hillary Clinton and a technology executive, Rodney Jaffe. Uh, and following the meeting with Baker, Sussman billed the Hillary Clinton campaign for his work. 
So he's guilty. But with this jury pool, well, I doubt he's ever going to be found guilty of anything. Uh, that's jury nullification because they're Clinton supporters and Clinton donors. And then Mook, in earlier questioning from the defense, was asked whether he or anyone at the Clinton campaign approved or gave Sussman permission to bring the allegations to the FBI. He said no. Looks like he's being left to hang out to dry. Uh, the defense further questioned Mook, asking if Hillary herself approved Sussman going to the FBI. I'm not aware. When asked again, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why she would. The government is opening in its opening statement argued that Sussman's delivery of the Trump Alpha Bank allegations to the FBI was part of the Clinton campaign's plan to create an October surprise against then candidate Donald Trump. So bottom line is they create a phony October surprise that goes viral. The real October surprise, and that would be Hunter T uh, Biden's laptop, they ignored. They totally blacked out so that nobody could read it. Nobody would believe, oh, that's Russian disinformation. That's how screwed up and how morally bankrupt liberal Democrats and the media mob have become. I have a lot more to say. We also have Devin Nunes coming on, and uh, we have an attorney for Donald Trump has been at the trial since the beginning, and Greg Jarrett will get their take on all of this. Look, numbers are in, and all of us have cell phones, and you need to save money in these inflationary times, soon-to-be recessionary times, as much as possible. Uh, that's why you're going to get the exact same cell service from Pure Talk that you would get with the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Average family saving over $900 a year. Many are saving much more. You don't have to compromise your coverage because you get the exact same cell towers, the exact same 5G network, same number of bars on your phone, same phone, same phone number. They have more plans of Pure Talk than the big carriers. Right now you can get unlimited talk and text and six gigs a day to just 30 bucks a month. Just dial pound 250 on your cell phone. Say the keyword save now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. You can be switched over in less than 10 minutes. Pound 250, keyword save now, real money that you need in these tough economic times from our friends of Pure Talk.